Welcome to the Mother Connection podcast with me, your host, Kelly Vickery. Each week, I'll be sharing a 10-minute episode giving you the insights and actionable tools that you need to navigate the season of your life as a modern mother so that you can feel calmer, more in control, and more connected to yourself. My firm belief is that if we can learn to support ourselves with love and compassion, then we're better set up for success in doing the same for our children. Hello everyone, I hope you're doing well. Today I'm going to be talking about self-trust because it seems to be something that a couple of my recent clients have been struggling with and it was something that two months ago I had a real wobble over and all my self-belief and my confidence and my self-trust just seemed to evaporate and I'm going to tell you more about that a little bit later in this episode and more importantly, what I did to regain it all. But firstly, it probably makes sense to me to just explain what I mean by self-trust. So I believe that we are all born into the world full of confidence and unconditional self-love. But then something happens and strips us of that. And no surprise, life happens, right? Things in our life happen to strip us of that. Little by little, we get stripped of that magnetic and powerful energy and our confidence gets replaced by self-doubt, limiting beliefs, and a feeling that ultimately we aren't good enough. And that comes from an accumulation over time of low low self-worth, insecurities, old conditioning, often from childhood and past experiences. And then this leads to fear and self-doubt. And if we get stuck there, what that does is it manifests into not being able to make decisions or step outside our comfort zone, or it can just stop us from creating a life that we want because we don't believe at our core that we are good enough or that we are worthy enough to have it. And what we need to do is actually learn to remove the fear and doubt and let go of those limiting beliefs and those past experiences that no longer serve us and start to unlock our confidence so that we can fully trust ourselves and create a life of more calm and more clarity. I also want to say that this is ongoing self-development practice. It's not like a one and done thing. Life happens. And even if you are the most confident person in the world who believes in themselves and trusts themselves, stuff happens in life. Curveballs happen that can literally knock us off our feet. So this is all about continuing to strengthen that muscle. It is an ongoing self-development practice. So this leads me nicely onto my situation a couple of months ago when, I'm going to be honest, I was in a really bad place. I just was not in a good place. I've been working really hard on something for quite a few weeks and I reached a point where ultimately things hadn't quite gone to plan and I felt so disappointed. And rather than going to what I would consider my default place these days of acceptance, of being a bit like, okay, this is really rubbish. I so wish that hadn't been the outcome, but I'm going to accept that this wasn't meant to be for whatever reason. 
what is for me will not go by me and I have to trust that there is something better for me that's coming to me. That's, I would say, is for the most part my default place these these days. But for, for whatever reason, I hooked into an old belief that said that this was something about me, that I wasn't good enough, that I was not worthy enough for it to go the way I'd intended, and that I ultimately was a failure. That was the headspace I was in. I was swimming in thoughts of self-doubt. I was questioning myself, and I felt really confused as to whether I was on the right path or not. So feeling just lost and really insecure. I was struggling to make day-to-day decisions. I was second-guessing myself and I was looking outside of myself for validation from my husband and my friends that I was making the right decision or I was wanting them to tell me that everything was going to be okay. And of course, you know, it's lovely when people can give you a bit of a pep talk or tell you things are going to work out, but I was relying on them to make me feel better and safe and secure in what was going on for me. And for the first time in so long, I felt so detached and so disconnected from myself. But over a few days, I started to realize that how I was feeling and thinking was just me having reversed it back to an old limiting belief pattern of not being good enough. So my awareness had kicked in and change is always in the awareness. So I started to notice my conscious thoughts like, you're not good enough, you're getting it wrong, you can't do this. And our conscious thoughts, especially when we have them on this like ticker tape loop, They influence what our subconscious believes to be true. So to get to the awareness stage, but it can be really easy to stay stuck there, not knowing what the next step is to change. And I see this happen so often. When you get to the awareness stage, this is where you have a choice to change. And I had that choice now. I could stay where I was in my old limiting beliefs, wallowing in self-doubt, spiraling into victim mode, or I could take the steps I needed to support myself with the tools and the knowledge that I have to turn things around. And you'll be pleased to know that I chose the latter. Would have been a pretty short and very rubbish story if I hadn't chosen that path. So the first thing I did was get really curious about my mindset at that time. So I started journaling and asking myself questions like, what was really causing how I was feeling? Like, what's underneath what I'm feeling? Why was I pushing myself and looking for external validation? And when I started to ask myself these questions, I started to realize that my behavior and these thoughts of self-doubt were the symptom of a much deeper cause, which was an old limiting belief of not being good enough. And then this was manifesting as me neglecting myself, burning the candle at both ends, working in the evenings, going to bed too late, not exercising as much, trying to do too much. And my regular self-reflection had completely gone out the window. Like I was literally on my knees. I felt like I was going into burnout. 
And I opened myself up to those questions. It created space in my mind. Your brain is so smart. When you ask it the right questions, it will always find a solution. And the word that kept coming into my mind was simple. Simple, simple, simple. So I was like, right, okay, I know what I need to do. I need to strip everything back to simplicity. And for me, that meant having self-compassion and getting super intentional by creating habits that supported me in that moment and supported my well-being because that was really suffering. My mental health, my well-being was really suffering a couple of months ago. So for me, that looked like and always looks like four simple daily commitments to myself. Get to bed at 10 p.m. When I'm in bed, I journal for five minutes about my day, about my thoughts. I write a gratitude list of five things. And it can be as small as I had a cup of tea that was warm beginning to end, because let's be honest, that's a treat. Or it could be the feeling of the sunshine on my face or the way that my son ran out of school and hugged me. It can be something really small or it could be I had an opportunity today to go for a promotion. It could be anything big or small. And then the final thing is listening to a guided meditation. Our subconscious mind is is most alert first thing in the morning, which I know can be really challenging to do anything first thing in the morning. We're trying to get our kids out the door and ourselves. So it subconscious mind is really um, open to receiving first thing in the morning. That's where all our beliefs live. And last thing at night, because we're in the most relaxed state. So I choose to listen to a guided meditation, giving me positive affirmations supporting me and just feeling more grounded. So those are the four things that I do every night. So just to recap, get to bed at 10 p.m., journal for five minutes, write a gratitude list of five things, listen to a guided meditation. And if I have kind of time in between that, I'll, I'll read for, for a few minutes. So this routine takes me 30 minutes a day from 10 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And then it's lights out. So I'm getting enough sleep at night. So these small and simple commitments to myself with consistency have become habits again. And honestly, they have changed everything for me. I'm more energized and I'm less anxious. I feel more solutions orientated. So I'm not kind of dwelling in what's not working out. I feel more solutions orientated. I feel happier, calmer and more in control day to day. I feel like my relationships are better. Like I'm enjoying time with my children more. I feel more patient with them. I feel like my relationship's better with my husband. And my self-worth and my confidence and my self-belief are just back. So I'm trusting myself again to make decisions. And I'm no longer looking outside of myself for validation. I feel like I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone again as well. Like there's certain things that have happened in recent weeks, which I would maybe not normally go for and I have gone for. So I feel super proud of myself. So I believe the starting point to self-trust is about making commitments to yourself and following through. And when you do this, what you're really doing is proving to yourself that you are worthy of love, of your own time, 
that you can trust yourself because you are following through on what you said you were going to do. And then this creates a domino effect because if you feel good about yourself, if you're feeling calmer and more authentic and more connected to yourself, it allows you to show up in a way that you want to for yourself and for your relationships and for your career and especially for your children. It all starts with you. And personally, when I think about that, it feels so empowering because a lot of this is in your control. And we're all busy mums and it can be so easy to make up excuses, to not do the work, like I don't have time, or there can be some real resistance to change. But if not now, then when? When are you ever going to have time for change? So I'm going to give you some tough love with love. It is about making the time. Use the time that you usually be watching TV or scrolling through your phone. If you look for time, you will find it. And we often think that in order to see big changes in our lives, that we have to commit to doing big changes, big shifts. But honestly, the opposite is true. The smaller the change, the smaller the commitment, plus the consistency, because that is so important. Please don't expect to do something for five days and then see a huge transformation. You'll be really disappointed. But small shifts plus consistency create big and lasting changes. And just hearing what I said about how I was feeling two months ago to how I'm feeling now, and that hasn't taken eight weeks, by the way, it probably took three to four weeks of consistency before I really started to notice shifts in how I was feeling and feeling more confident. But nothing has changed in my outside world. The thing I was working on that hasn't suddenly done a U-turn and worked out. I've just worked on developing habits to support myself and my mindset. So I can feel grounded and more connected and more trusting of myself and what's to come in the future. Because that is in my control. There is so much that is going on outside of ourselves that we don't have any control over. We waste so much energy focusing on those things. But what you do have control over is your mindset, is the habits that you create to support yourself. So I'm going to leave it there for this week. And I hope that this helps to inspire you if you're in a place of feeling lost and stuck and full of self-doubt. You honestly, you really do have all the answers inside of you. If you're looking to take your change a step further and you're interested in working with me one-to-one, I do have some spots available. The investment for my one-to-one coaching is going to be increasing from January. So if you've been thinking about working with me, now is the time to act. I am also taking deposits to secure your space in the new year at the current investment. So I will leave a link in the show notes or you can DM me on Instagram with the word coaching. If you feel like this episode benefited you and you feel like it would benefit another mother that you know, then please do share it with her. I am so passionate about getting these tools out to mothers far and wide and I need your support to do that. Right, I'm going to leave it there. Have a lovely rest of your week and I will see you next week for another 10 Minute Monday. Bye.